Welcome to Big Facts No Cap with Adrian, Dorley, and Paul. The only podcast that's number one with rock climbers who also like ice climbers. Big Facts No Cap Big Facts No Cap No Cap Big Facts No Cap Big Facts No Cap No Cap Big Facts No Cap No cap. Oh, I mean, I'm recording, but I think we're going to delete all that. We can get into it now. Okay. Okay, and pod starts now. Dora Lee, welcome back to the Thunderdome. What do you have to say for yourself? I'm excited. Do you think, do you, what do you have to say about the accusations? <laughs> Which one? What do you have to say about the accusations? I have so many. Can we get a Slavic Ukrainian from you? Oh, wait, you want to know if I'm for Ukraine? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Paul, can we start with this? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Dora Lee, a Lebna hater. Ooh, that is actually pretty horrible. She said it was too tangy. Yeah. It was tangy. It's too much for me. Maybe your attitude is too tangy for Arabs. Also, Dorley didn't like falafel until today. Yeah. I found out I learned I like it today. But I think I had really bad falafel or something. Oh, you might have been to an Israeli place or something before. Yeah. Whatever I had was not good, and then I never wanted to try it again after that. We cut into the falafel, and she asked why it was so green. (laughs) That is funny. I'm an American. What do you want from me? <laughs> I'm a red <laughs> American. I'm, I'm a Southern American. Be an American. Where at least I know, I know I'm, I'm free. free. Yeah, we um we got a little like mixed plate of uh, hummus and lebna and falafel and pickled vegetables and then what was the other thing that was on the plate? Pita bread. Oh, the salad of like cucumber and, Ooh, uh, and uh, le- tomato. Uh, tomato. Yeah. yeah, that one was good. We uh, didn't. No, neither neither of us like olives, so we asked for no olives, and they asked mm-hmm. what we wanted double of, and so we doubled up on the pita. Nice. Because they never give you enough pita. But it was too much this time. Four non, that's insane, Jazz. Mm-hmm. Uh, anything else from today you want to talk about? Dorley, why do you um, look I- so scared? Have I like, <laughs> done something to hurt you? You look like we've really been listening to the before. pod a lot, and she knows who I- she's I up against. I have been listening to the pod a lot, actually. Every week, I... I put it on and I clean my room and I run my errands. My so we're really car. the Jordan Peterson of Dorley's <laughs> life, and we're the one getting her to clean the room. <laughs> yeah, actually, yeah, it helps me do all my errands. Um, do you want to bring in gripes? I know that you uh, you said you had a lot of gripes. Oh, there was just a lot inaccurate about like pop culture stuff that you talk about, Paul. Can I think of one right now? You said something about a Kardashian or something. Oh, right? was it about Courtney Kardashian? Maybe like who they dated or something, I think you said. Yeah, it was something correct that you got. Was it which one of them dated Travis Scott? Which Jenner dated Travis Scott? That was Kylie Jenner. It wasn't even a Kardashian. I mean, she's part of the family. But she's not a Kardashian. She's a Jenner. Uh, She's part of the clan. If you had a stepdad, you would claim his last name as your. You know, Paul ain't getting a stepdad. (laughs) He's Arab. Yeah. Anyway. And then there's like some other inaccurate things, but I think that's mostly with Adrian too. Oh, also, yeah, no, I'm still mad about the whole. You think it's weird that people put no cops on their dating? <laughs> Paul profile. hates women being safe. Yeah, like that to me is a safety thing, and I put no military too. But except if, for JPEG, if Mafia. they're a BIPOC person, <laughs> then I say that that's okay. I'm fine with that because I understand the military complex victimizes and chooses BIPOC low income people. But what about just a low-income white person? No. I, I'm no longer dating white people. You hear it for here first. Folks. Oh, yeah. big announcement. Exclusive. <laughs> I'm no longer even having sex I, with them. I have been yeah. telling Dora Lee for years to stop dating white boys, and it has taken a long time to get into there. Question. Mm-hmm. 
are marginalized white people considered a part of that? Like, what about a white uh, Hispanic person? Absolutely not. White Latinos are the worst. Okay. What about a well, I said Hispanic, so it could have included uh, Filipino and uh, Spanish, but you kind of just changed the meaning of what I said. Those words aren't interchangeable. Somebody who uh, does a lot of research what? on that shit. <laughs> I'm specifically saying no white people of any kind. That is one of our themes for you, is you have been in classes, right, for uh, for Latino studies. So this Wait, is are all... we not doing more hypotheticals? What about a white guy who was raised by a black family because he was adopted? Ah, uh, you know what? That's a unique situation, but I'm going to have to go no. What about a black guy who's raised by a white family and he considers himself white ethnically and culturally? Yeah, definitely no then. <laughs> what about logic? Absolutely not. People's hard every day. <laughs> Biracial people. <laughs> it, would have to, it would have to be case by case. What about Drake? Okay. Absolutely not. Mm. Mm. He's a pedophile. Allegedly. Well, I didn't mean Drake himself. I'm I'm talking about people oh. with these people's backgrounds. Oh, okay. Um, it sounded like you were saying. Yeah, Drake you were saying. <laughs> <laughs> it definitely sounded. Not you didn't say a Drake type beat. <laughs> I was saying a, the archetypal Drake, like a Canadian biracial person. What's like that Greek philosophy word for like the most pure form of something? Platonic ideal. Yeah, the platonic ideal of Drake. Okay, maybe. I don't know. That would have to be case by case too. I'm pretty picky. I have a lot of standards. But you're saying about what I'm learning in school? Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> if we're done talking about who you will and won't fuck. <laughs> no, no, no. She said date. That's no, no, no. I'm also not fucking white people, though. Okay, but what about Drake? Oh. <laughs> we gotta relitigate all this. <laughs> nah, I don't. If it's a one-night stand thing, yeah, sure. Okay. But not like a constant. So you'll let white men into your holy temple. You just won't let them be preached. No, at the, at the... Drake isn't a white man, though. <laughs> oh, okay. I, 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 like, I like that you are saying anybody. sex like you're a 90s like, feminist. Like, you'll let them <laughs> ravage your sacred flower, but. <laughs> you'll let them take a petal from your. <laughs> you know the, the, the paper You'll let them dip into your fountain test. of purity. <laughs> you'll let him muddy those waters, but then you won't let him swim. I'm your sister. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I want you to remain pure. <laughs> okay, yeah. What have you been learning in school? Oh, I've been learning so much. Yeah, yeah. I reading. I've been reading a lot. Yeah. yeah. We just did. I just I just did a presentation. Do you know what a uh, a chonga is, Paul? It's not the big Bugs Bunny. It sounds like a dance. No, it's an identity, so it's like a it's like a chola, but it's an East Coast chola. It's like one of these, oh. but it's like specifically from Miami. Um, oh, a, a, a gusano. They're called chongas. Oh, okay. Yeah, but uh, learning a lot about the different type of identities that Latino people have across the United States, which has been really cool. Um, obviously, there's none for me and Adrian because we are a very special case, is what, what I'm finding out. I thought I was a redneck Latino. No, we're like white trash without being white. That's what I've always considered us. Like trailer park trash without being white. Oh, we're, we're blanco basura. See, si. Basura blanca. Pero... Darko. Basura blanca. Brown-o. Cafe. <laughs> <laughs> Cafe. <laughs> Cafe. 
Okay. Yeah, I, I, I would say most white like. trash families have one gay son who lives in Europe, one progressive queer daughter who lives in Portland, <laughs> and another queer son. Another uh, thought doing, son <laughs> doing a PhD in California. That is that's the typical white trash family. Why was Dorley the only one who was listed as progressive? Why were you my brother? Because <laughs> I've been radical that's since day one. That's the platonic ideal I've been of white trash family. One. Yeah, yeah. Dorley's been radical since day one. She was anti-sex work four years ago. Listen. Listen, Adrian, you're leftist, not uh. Oh, okay. I feel not that. just progressive. <laughs> I agree with that. What I was gonna say though is, Adrian wasn't raised in the trailer park, but I. But I got was. that dog in. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, we? You're two years <laughs> older than me. How much longer? Yeah, did yeah. Those two but years I, do? I started. Yeah, in but the that was your park. family's you, gr- grind. You barely years. started in the trailer. Park. Wait, I also started in the trailer park. What are you talking about? But you only had. It like... also wasn't a trailer park. It was just a trailer. <laughs> no, no, we lived in a trailer park when we first moved to South Carolina. But you no. don't remember that because you weren't born. <laughs> well, that makes sense. Yeah, and then we, I don't think that's on me. <laughs> and then we lived there until I was like four years old in an actual trailer park, and then we moved to Gilbert, and then. Adrian- how I remember visiting your house as yeah. a child was both your parents wore monocles and would be like, oh, have fun in the home. We're going to go see the opera today. That was kind of like the era that we knew each other with what your yeah, parents yeah. were up to. You knew house, Adrian. But... I remember the trailer. <laughs> it's okay. not the trailer park. Yeah, you don't remember the trailer park, but we lived in a trailer park. I so. remember the trailer, too. You remember the trailer? Paul was also you were there? by the trailer. I think we, I went, we went I to smoke weed there. there. I don't think we were friends. Oh, okay. Yeah. You weren't Paul actually there. and I weren't friends we when I was there. living in the trailer. Okay. That's different. He wasn't friends with me when I was getting it out the Yeah. Middle. But, uh, <laughs> you know, compared to a lot of my classmates who were raised in California. I mean, and, at least we weren't raised in an apartment. I mean, oh, oh, my God. I think, honestly, <laughs> I actually what, don't kids disagree raised in an apartment, that, yeah. Paul's, Paul's People raised in trailers <laughs> definitely actually seem more well-adjusted than kids who grew up in Lexington apartments. I mean, we had lots of land. That's the thing is like we had 103 acres to run around on where people in apartments have a square foot maybe you had 103 acres yeah the That's simpsons a own 100 acres oh well that yeah that was well, obviously that you guys you didn't we no, it, 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 as we were stewards no. of the land it wasn't ours but we had we we played on those acres like yeah, yeah. we had the right to run around all of those acres oh they had the right to shoot us if they saw us on their property <laughs> they could have the yeah, until, until your mom uh, charmed them they were planning to hunt you guys when you got old enough that was plan a that's why they were fattening us up. Yeah. Well, I never got there, you know? And look at me. I'm a stream being now, so I've lost. Since I've seen you, Paul, I- really is obsessed with telling me about how much weight she's lost, and I keep doing the thing of being like, you need to eat some food, you little string bean. Come on now. I, I got some you look very beautiful. You. you look great. Thank you. You turn to the side. I can't even see you no more, you little string bean. <laughs> to be fair, though, I have lost my, my titties, but other than that, you know, looking great. Mm-hmm. I did get it cut recently, but the guy was very bad at cutting it, actually. You got it cut by a guy? Yeah. What's wrong a with gay that? Guy? Yeah, he's a gay guy. Oh, okay. Oh, thank God. A gay guy. <laughs> oh, okay. But he was, was so a biracial one. Ooh. And so, yeah. Um. Again, <laughs> Dorley coming at the biracial people. <laughs> no, but he kept being like, I never felt like I belonged. I was like, sir, I'm here for a haircut. I, oh, I don't really yeah. have time for, that from for your biracial tears. Yeah. Like, I really don't. Um, I was like, I don't have that problem. So. Two white kids, who black for the white kids, yeah. too white for the I don't blacks. know. They should just yeah, go listen to Even Earl, even Earl has disavowed those lyrics now. He's like, yeah, I think I was being a little dramatic when I was a kid. Thank you, yeah. <laughs> I don't like that Earl has disavowed those lyrics. It's like, yes, I get it. It is half-baked, but like, I don't know, man. We all felt that way when we were teenagers. Like, it's all right. Mm, some people just don't get past it, though. Sometimes your logic and you're 40 years old still talking about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, fair enough. 
anywho, <laughs> back to appreciating me. Yeah, what else did you want to say to your audience? I think a lot of our audience has not heard your first episode. Do you want to plug oh. your first episode or update anybody? Yeah, anything? nope, still gay. Just... Oh, yeah, what was your thing about asexuals and... Uh... Well, it was how I thought I was asexual in high school. And then Dora the Explorer, and what was the other theme? Oh, uh, we did Pokemon one time, like a little Pokemon No, that game. was a third segment, though. Oh, I don't remember what Where it was. you brought your horrible ex onto our pod. Ooh, and made yeah, let's not mention their a name. A permanent fixture of our podcast. Oh, uh, yeah, that's, that's why we bad. don't have noted right. abuser, partners on the pod. Noted racist, alleged pedophile, <laughs> if you're in Portland. Also... Oh, Jesus Christ, Adrian, that might be a step too far. <laughs> let's not do calls to violence. Alleged pedophile <laughs> in Minecraft. Yeah. No, um, still, I don't know. I had a lot to say about being gay. I, I'm still pretty in my queer community in Portland. Um, I'm still non-monogamous, even though I'm so- Oh, it was about bisexual women finding other women and then asexuals at Pride were your two things. Oh, yeah, yeah. So yeah, it was a very sexuality-based uh, episode. Yeah, and uh, I was going to say something real quick, but- um, You're still in the community? Dorley is still shielding her white friend from her POC friends to protect them from the whiteness. <laughs> uh, no, no, no. What I was going to say is that, uh, no, I'm solo polyamorous now. So I'm very much <laughs> just like, I don't want a partner ever again, probably. I, you got ENM on the profile? I have solo polyamory on my profile. Solo polyamory. Okay. Yeah. I've seen so people make fun of that on Twitter. <laughs> That's the only what? reason I saying? know what solo polyamory is. I don't know. It's one of those things. I mean, it's pretty where... easy to break down based on the stems. Yeah, it's. I mean, it just means I'm really my my own partner, and I put myself first, and that I'm. I don't plan on ever having really a nesting partner. Which I do. We need to explain all these terms, or I mean, it makes sense to me, kind of off. Yeah, oh. nesting partner. You know what that is? Yeah, no, no. I feel like I got it from uh, the debates I saw on Twitter. Why is mm. there a debate on this? It's so weird. To well, it's debate. on X. Well, Paul's all over the reactionary website. Oh, okay. I mean, I don't know. I just think it's weird to debate someone's like relationship style. Like, there's nothing like that weird about wanting to be solo polyamorous or being solo polyamorous. So, I agree. I'm on your side. Hey, Paul's finally on the side of polyamorous people. <gasps> Wait, you hate polyamorous people? Have you listened to the podcast? I don't hate polyamorous <laughs> people. <laughs> I think it's well, not for me. Well, actually, Paul so doesn't hate you because you're polyamorous. You, <laughs> you're polyamorous <laughs> because Paul hates you. <laughs> I would say what you what you're describing in solo polyamory sounds more acceptable to me than uh. I think regular polyamory stresses me out. The idea of having multiple main partnerships because it seems like so much emotional work, and I'm not against I, it. I just <laughs> always think that it sounds like way too much for me. Like so much effort. I mean, don't you have an emotional capacity for your friends it's no not like, nearly as much as i give to my Paul is actually kind of explicitly stated like this friendship that is in this advice column feels more like a relationship and i would quit it because of that Ooh, that's very interesting see i t i treat my friends like lovers almost actually mm. i treat my friends even better than most of my lovers like i give them so much more of myself yeah because you don't hit it and quit it with your friends come on yeah now. what <laughs> damn me up i mean i do i do yeah <laughs> But like to me, love is very like extensive. So like, mm, I, I don't necessarily patient. believe it should be just for one love person or putting kind. that all on one person. So like, the way I love my friends is very much like a romantic partner. Mm. Okay, can I just say really quick, Dorley loving her friends more than her partner. Dorley hating her small town that she's from. Why <laughs> didn't you get into pop punk as a singer? <laughs>
Is that a pop punk thing? Those are both big themes in oh. pop punk. Because I uh. hate this town and I love my friends. <laughs> I mean, I do listen to pop punk still, so mm. I just don't think I. Dude, would. the When We Were Young festival has a crazy lineup this year, dude. I, it's it looks insane. <sighs> I just can't afford that stuff. Well, it's in Las Vegas, so like it's not that far from. Uh, here. It's actually not that far, yeah. I just don't want to. But the theme, the theme for this uh, year is that each band picked an album that they're going to play front to back. What? Yeah. Okay, that sounds cool though. So the Wonder Years, Chiodos, uh, all the people that I like are like playing their best album, at least in my eyes, front to back. The only band that didn't pick a single album was Fall Out Boy, which I guess makes sense. Yeah, they got a lot of singles. Yeah, they got to do the. Oh, I actually can't remember what their which last is, like is terrible Paramore single doing was. It? I think they are. What yeah. are which one are they picking? The Riot? They might be. No, actually, Paramore might not be there. Okay, I'm gonna look at that into that actually, but I mean, I'm not gonna. I think Sayo is gonna be there. Yeah, yeah, tickets are too expensive. Yeah, no, I got better things to spend money on, like drugs. Uh, I, legitimately, yeah. Me and you have never actually told the audience our pronouns. Are you are you still she, her, Dorley since the last time we talked? Hey, check the bracelet, bro. Yeah. What is it? She, her. Cool. I like how you didn't know where the camera was on the Mac. You're like you're acting as like it's a Mac thing to not know that the camera's literally... in the center of the computer. <laughs> if the audience ever wondered, I'm he, him. I, I'm not a, I'm not a person who really has questioned my gender ever. Like, I mean, for me, it's just like, I don't care what your pronouns are. You are not him. I, ooh. <laughs> but <laughs> no, I mean, I've actually explained myself more as like a Demi girl to a lot of people. But like I'm, a Demi Lovato stand? Yeah. No, Adrian, Demi girl's an actual <laughs> <laughs> I was about to sing her song. <laughs> you can't take it. But any, um. Demi Lovato famously non-binary and then. Uh, like took it back? Transition. Yeah. yeah. Um. No, no, Wait, no. Wait, really? I, How did I not hear about this? I did not know Demi Lovato uh, went Because you're too busy. Things. Well, yeah. I think there are a lot of, like, trolls online who saw it as something, like, that validated them, whereas, like, maybe also it's exhausting to be a non-binary person, and so some people detransition because of that. That's a good take, Adrian. Good take, good take. Yeah, I'm full of them. Good answer, good answer. Anyways, what about you being a Demi girl? Oh, uh, no, I was Is just- it, You're, like, half demon, half girl? What do you no, think? no, no. I'm just saying, I'm, I'm very, very comfortable with my femininity. I love being a woman. I think being a woman is amazing. Mm. I couldn't imagine being anything else, truthfully. So, I think, even though- So, wait, why is that Demi? Well, I, the Demi girl thing is kind of just, like, you you prefer, like, the woman, right? But mm. you don't care if- it's not, it's a different, I don't know. I don't know how to explain it. There was a whole. Is there a way for like three quarters? Is there a thing like that? <laughs> um, did you want to do your other theme or do you want to do media roundup? Oh, I would love to do, do my other theme. Rock climbing. Yeah. I... Which we talked a, lot a, bit, a little bit with Marshall. How did you feel yeah. about that conversation? I, I, I didn't mean... realize the V rating system was real. Yeah. Uh, but... I thought the improv was the whole thing. Not just that it's, it was based off a guy, who, John Boulder, whose dad was named Virgo. <laughs> I legitimately actually didn't know any of that, that information. But I don't. That's actual bouldering, right? Or actual like. But I don't boulder. I really I do top rope, so mm. I do a, little, a lot with the rope climbing. Yeah, it's like boulder. I barely know her. Here, I'm gonna choke you. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, no, I want to talk about rock climbing because I am a host for a queer trans BIPOC group in Portland, Oregon, and it is the best thing I've ever done or like been part of in my whole life, probably. Um. I really love, love our group and our community, and I think rock climbing is so cool, and I love that, you know, we're breaking a lot of stereotypes and um, kind of just like a lot of the ideas of what rock climbing can be, um, like my friend That is Cassie very says, true, like, because if it was a lot of other activities, I'd be like, is it a stereotype that BIPOC people don't do that? But rock climbing is very white-coded. 
Like, if you'd said you did, like, a BIPOC bowling group, I'd be like, I don't know if I had that stereotype. I mean, I think it's pretty true for rock climbing. I remember I think I went to a gym once and just to observe, and they were like, are you going to be rock climbing? And I was like, honey, my parents didn't immigrate to this country for me to climb rocks. (laughs) (laughs) If you think of, like, the most famous rock climber, like, it's Alex Hole. The guy from Free Solo? Yeah. Well, for me, it's you. You want me to cry on this podcast? <laughs> That's the sweetest thing I've ever heard in my life. No, uh, it's Alex, whatever, whatever you guys ever saw. <laughs> I should have been. Um, yeah. And also, I saw this really great documentary about uh, Palestinian rock climbers and Ooh. how they go into like spaces where they're not even like legally allowed to and they rock climb as a as a form of resistance. And ever since I've seen that documentary, I've been so inspired by by them. Anything else about rock climbing? I don't know. Uh, I love rock climbing. It makes me feel so strong. Uh, do you have any media roundup? So, things I've seen, things I've watched. Nobody knows. I don't watch TV. We watched Ink Master for five hours. Oh, shit, night. we did watch. We marathon <laughs> Ink Master. I'm going to shout, shout out Bobby because he looks like a dog and he is the dog. Like He's got that dog in he's him. He's a top dog. And uh, I still think Joe, what's his name? Joel Madden? Yeah. He needs to talk about his whole Hillary Duff thing, Predator. I don't what are you actually, looking up right now? I was going to see, oh, what I'm really into right now. Oh. Can't do that? Yeah, yeah. I mean, Ash Nico Weed Killers album came out, and that's I've been bumping that for a while. Um, I'm about to go see Ellie Goulding at the San Francisco Symphony. Symphony? Symphony. Symphony. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm really excited about that. I've been saving all my tears for about three months so I can cry at this concert and have like a very spiritual experience. So yeah, that's about it for me, Adrian. Uh, Ink Master is good. Good season. Shout out Joel who got knocked out immediately. <laughs> Spoiler alert. I was really rooting for you. We were all rooting for you. And uh, oh, uh, let's see. What else did I have that I've been doing? I think that's it. Paul, anything? Nope. Uh, I watched Man on Fire. That movie was crazy. Y'all should watch this that. This man is on fire. Man on fire. Mm, yeah, Dorley's like, um, good. Never heard of it. So it's a feel-good movie? <laughs> <laughs> I mean. Cool. Y'all want to get into my I told Dorley that I told Dorley that one of our fellow grad students was having a lame party in anticipation of the new uh, Hunger Games movie. And she was like, man, I can't believe he did that. And I was like, obviously, it's a woman. It's anticipation for the new Hunger Games movie. She was like, assumed it was a guy if it's a lame thing. And I was like, I that seems like a weird heuristic to use. I don't know. I mean, I just think women are cooler. Wait, I didn't know Hunger Games was gendered. I thought it was aged, like only young people liked it. I didn't know it was women, men. It is a strong female protagonist. Protagonist. For the Hungy Games. Most things have men as protagonists, but nobody genders them by default. Ooh, see? So Twilight doesn't have a gendered female audience? It does, but that obviously is made for the female gaze. Huh? Huh? That's different. Wait, Hunger Games and the Hungy Games is the same thing. No, it's not. I it think literally it's made... ha- it had the same love triangle thing and everything. Is your understanding of To Kill a Mockingbird that it's like a women's book? <laughs> well, no, that's a little girl. I mean, I, she's not like, f- what, she's like 14, 15, right, in Hunger Games? She's it's like not 12. like she's a woman. No, she's not. No, she's like, yeah, she is. I think is. you're thinking it of the actress. Wait, you mean Scout? Yeah. No, I'm, I'm saying Hunger Games. She's still not so, a woman. To Kill a Mockingjay. 
Not a mockingbird, mocking Jay. Wait, she's old enough to fight in a gladiator fight to the death, but she's. Wait, no, what, I'm talking about old? to kill a mockingbird with Scout. And yeah, Scout was like a child. Yes, <laughs> but I don't understand what you're. I'm also saying Hunger Games. It's not like she was an adult. She was also a child, an older child, but still yeah, a it's child. It's a teen novel, yeah. It's a teen novel, yeah. I really don't think Hunger Games is for women, man. I think you're wrong about this one. I think you it's don't a, think Hunger Games has a gendered series. audience. No, I actually agree with Paul. I don't think it's a gendered. Uh, yeah, and we'll take a poll. I guess there's probably data. Well, for it. listen. Uh, okay, so me and my friends are going next week to watch, right? And half of them are men. All right, case closed. We got the like, data. Yeah. <laughs> how about uh, what do you think? Like, what's the one? Uh, Percy Jackson. Do you think that's a boy book? Just because that's a like no, like that was pretty evenly split. It just happened to have a boy protagonist, but every gender liked it equally. Yeah, I think that's the thing about it is that when you lack representation. The lack of representation is evenly split, but when you have a female protagonist, females are drawn to it, women are drawn to it, or girls are drawn to it because you have a female protagonist. I think you just saw Hunger Games and you were like, that's a stinky woman, that's for women, <laughs> that's a stinky girl. I, okay, as someone who has like a bro taste in movies, I don't know why you're coming at me as if I'm the one who's like, ooh, that's a woman movie, stinky. Ooh, bro taste in movies. Yeah, you should see his letterbox. Uh, oh yeah, should we get into articles? We're kind of at that time. Yeah, I think uh, we can do that. Dorley, for my column, I'm bringing in Slate's Care and Feeding. We've had it a bunch of times. And Dorley, I'm doing the column about your newfound knowledge from school and the study of... You're doing a test. Uh, Latinx and Hispanic people. Oh, Dorley, uh, do you use Latinx or do you care about that being the name of your studies? Or how do you Ooh, feel about that? Oh, we're going to talk about that? Okay. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, yeah. Not to make Paul's half a lot longer. Sorry, but. Paul, but... um. Actually, they sent me a survey because I was minoring in it so that everyone who was minoring in it or had a- Because you're a minor in it or because you were minoring in it? Okay. I'm biting. <laughs> or a certificate. <laughs> they asked us what they wanted the program to be named. So I said, mm. can we name that's it awful. Latin? And they're like, that's not you an option. Oh, see, Latine. Mm. And they said, that's not an option. And so oh, that's said, cool. okay. So then I was like, Latinx then. Wait, so they were like, it's either Latinx or wetback studies. <laughs> <laughs> Those are the three you can do. Literally, yeah, though. Okay. And so I was like, okay, then Latinx. Um, I mean, I can go whole rant about Latinx, though, because, you know, I believe in the death of Latinidad. So, like, I think we need to go away from Latino as a label and, and all of the Latin anything. Like, we should get away from all of that and start naming ourselves from our, our group that we're actually from. So, like, you and I would be Chapinos, right? But you don't, you don't believe in a sense of, like, uh, Pan-Arab, uh, Pan-Arabism or, like, a Latinidad or, like, a Negritude? No, I don't think we should be doing that no more. Oh, I don't. I think we should shit. be literally okay. away from that. I. That seems like a lack of uh, solidarity and intersectionalism. In, in Do you not think there's an element of flattening to immigrants who come to America? Once you're in America, a lot of the struggles are going to be similar versus if you're Colombian and Venezuelan in Colombia or Venezuela. Like, I understand that those are two separate groups. But if you immigrate to America, a lot of your struggles in America Only are really going to be much more similar than they are different. So you can organize as a group together. Actually, no. I think the thing is because it depends on the time period too. But like, if you think about Cubans and how they got here, they got everything. So when they uh, came to the U.S., they got free education. Like, they got so much free stuff, right? Like, they were welcomed. All the educated Cubans were like told to come here, and they were given everything. So like, they don't have the same struggles as 
you know, Central Americans or people from Brazil immigrating. Like, it's very different. Or it's even different from, like, the Puerto Ricans. Um, we all have, like, very, like, actual different struggles. And it de depends on our time that we got here um, and why we came here. But, like, you know, when Central America uh, started having the Civil War issues in the 80s, like, we, we were forced to come here. There was no option where, like, the educated Cubans in the 1960s, they they came over here because the U.S. wanted to get them away from communism. Like, those are very different struggles. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, I agree with that. But what about, <laughs> like, you know, the example I gave was much more similar than different. Like, two countries that border each other are in northern South America and say they came in the same – from the same immigration pattern – around the same time like don't you think there's at least some benefit in a solidarity there i mean we can always just do any kind of we could just be in solidarity to be in solidarity against white supremacy and, and colonization in the u.s like that that should just be a given for for everyone who like comes here mm. to me but like <clears throat> i think that we should uh really be identifying with with our own clan or country or whatever like I think we really need to be like, hey, we, we are exactly this. We're actually not under Latino because you're going to assume I'm Mexican. And I, I have nothing to do with Mex Mexico or Mexicans. Like Mexicans drive like this <laughs> and Colombians <laughs> drive like this. But we have, different, we have different words and we have different languages, like we, different cultures. Like we eat different things. Like we're all very, very different. Um, and I think we need to stop thinking we're a mono – what is it? Mono culture? Yeah, monoculture. Monolith. And, and get away from that. Yeah. And so I'm, I have nothing against about like Latinx though, because I do care about being inclusive to our like non-binary and gender fluid uh, siblings. So you just got to do one for each country. It's got to be Colombex, Venezuelex, Cubex. I mean, I also think <laughs> I was like, joking. That's very stupid. I know that's oh, stupid. Oh, <laughs> well, I guess me and Adrian, we're Chapinos, Chapinas, Chapinex. Like that's how we should be identifying. Um, cool. You've convinced me. So. That's the same thing. That's the argument I made like 20 episodes ago. <laughs> but I'm educated Adrian, if it makes this, you feel better, a... I was talking to get more out of her. I wasn't actually disqualifying <laughs> her or pulling any no, yeah. really hard-held yeah. beliefs. I just wanted to encourage Dorley Similar to speak places. her, to talk her shit. How do you feel about, how do you feel about a pan-Arabism, Paul? Uh, we absolutely really need that in the Arab world. Mm, I feel that. Especially with my people, because they... Maronites really choose not to identify as Arab, even mm -hmm. though we very clearly are. But that's a discussion for another time. Yeah, we have we have a corollary for that too, which is like Dominican people and people in the islands who are clearly back black and are like, "Nah, I'm Latin, bruh. I ain't nothing black about me. Bruh. I'm Latin." <laughs> <laughs> um. Okay. Cool. All right. Sweet. Um, do you want to get into the column? Dear Karen Feeding, my son is going into the seventh grade this fall, and apparently Spanish is required for him at his current school. Dorley, you need to pay attention to this or you're going to make a fool I, of yourself answering, okay? Okay, okay, okay. Did you take your Adderall? No. <laughs> this should have the episode should have started. Girls who don't take their Adderall, number one with him. <laughs> he can also take other languages, but Spanish is required. My son is white, and I do not think white people should speak Spanish as it is cultural appropriation in my eyes. Latinx people have been mocked for speaking Spanish, and to congratulate a white child for learning it and speaking it doesn't sit well with me. 
I would much prefer he take French or Latin, but apparently the district requires all students to take it. I want to protest this, but my wife has asked me not to, and to let it go. I took Spanish when I was in school, and it was a different time, and I definitely do not speak it now. I have already told him he is never to speak it out of class. The only other option I have is to put him in private school, but I am not a fan of privatized education either. Is making sure he never speaks it out of class a good enough solution, or do I need to put my foot down with the school here? Kick his ass every time he says something in Spanish. He never speaks it out of That's crazy. Okay, am I answering? Am I back on pod? Yeah. Who's yeah. answering? Are, we, are you on two? Yeah. Okay. Give us young a, Adrian, you want to go first? Strong Latinx woman's uh, answer Spanish to Spanish is a white language. Oh, that's what I was going to say. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Spanish is a white person's language, so that's weird. You're perfectly able and willing yeah. and uh, welcome to learn it. I think this is a person who is like trying to be a good ally and then just like really fucked it up all the way there. Like, uh, I like that they use Latinx people. Like, that's cool. Um, but saying it's cultural appropriation is is crazy um, because, I mean, one out of four people by 2060 is going to be like – a Latino person, so like they should be learning Spanish. Um, I like how this reminds me of Paul's bit from the other episode of like his son being like, Oh, it's Dia de los Muertos, and they're gonna be like, Hey, we're in America, say it in English, it's the day of the dead. We can we celebrate, celebrate it, it, but we're not saying it in Spanish. <laughs> uh, Paul, what are your takes on this? May 5th, we love to get drunk on margaritas, but you better call it May 5th. Mm-hmm. It's my birthday. Yeah, that's why you gotta get drunk on margaritas. Come on, girls, that me up. <laughs> okay. Just so everybody knows, Dorley did not dap him up. <laughs> <laughs> but it is actually my birthday. This so. was like half of the jokes that I made during Ink Masters. I was like, "Come on, brother, dap me up." <laughs> She'd be like, no. It was either that or you're looking like a string bean, girl. Come on, get some food in you. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I like the string bean thing though. I'm encouraging that. Could you imagine how gentle and kind but, like, exasperated the school board meeting is going to be when this parent shows up to be, like, it's actually imperialist to learn Spanish? And they're going to be like, yeah, in a sense, because Spain is an imper- was an imperial nation, but I don't think it's the way you're mm-hmm. thinking. I think this is also just, like, really annoying that people do not understand that Spanish is a colonizer language. Like, that's one thing that gets me really annoyed. Like pretty quickly now, Brazilians with, with Portuguese—that's a language of revolution. Mm-hmm. I like the guy who's in the PTA meeting, who's just also a good white ally. Who's like, I understand, but how are they going to ask where where the library <laughs> is if they don't <laughs> if they don't learn Spanish? El baño. Yeah. How are they going to be able to order from a taco truck in Spanish if they don't learn Spanish? Do you think this guy would beat you up if he saw you in your Dora the Explorer cosplay because you're <laughs> teaching white people how to speak Spanish? I want to know how angry does this person get when they see one of those YouTube videos that's like staff shocked when white guy orders food in in (laughs) perfect Cantonese. Um, Yeah. Is there any, uh, okay, taking out your kid out of class or making sure they never speak Spanish outside of class. Um, Is that a reverse psychology thing? Is that a good thing, way to make sure? Oh, I need to do my Duolingo today, by the way, before (laughs) before the bird captures you in terms of family. (laughs) Did you know that the Duolingo bird isn't a turf, but actually is hilarious on Instagram? (laughs) <laughs> no. <laughs> Dang, you haven't seen the videos? They're hilarious. Duolingo Bird is fire, dude. Yeah. It's the Wendy's of Instagram. So what's the answer? Uh, okay. Oh, you want to get the answer? Okay. <laughs> Karen Feeding's answer. 
there's a thing about being too woke for your own good, and this absolutely qualifies. White kids can learn Spanish, dude. It's not like he's mocking Latin culture by running around with a sombrero yelling, Arriba, andale, like Speedy Gonzalez. He's, that would be adorable, though. That's just a little Paul intermission. He's simply learning a language that is commonly used across America. I'm a 6'2", 215-pound black guy who's learning Japanese, and I often speak it when I'm around my second-grade basketball team that's filled with players who speak Japanese as a first language. Does that qualify as a cultural appropriation to you? I'm going the extra mile to communicate with my players because I care about them that much to do so. The fact that you're willing to pull him out of school because of it seems irrational and unwise. Take a deep breath and relax, because I promise you if he speaks Spanish in a way that doesn't disrespect Spanish speakers, aka mocking, most reasonable people will be okay with it. In other words, the issue here isn't with the school or your son, it's with you. That's not a very satisfying answer. Yeah. I wish you went Spanish as a colonizer's language, dude. That's <laughs> that's kind of, I don't I'm know. glad that... The fact that his height and weight contributes to the fact that he's learning Japanese. <laughs> yeah, I didn't really get that part either. I don't know what he was doing there with all those extra facts. I think he, he was just was doing his Tinder English profile speaker. out there. He was like, I'm sick of I'm kind of interested now. I know a little he's bit learning Japanese. Japanese. He and he hot. teaches little kids yeah. basketball. And he can read and write. <laughs> all right, we're moving on to my half. Yeah, I guess, yeah. Polly Boy. Yeah. I sent you mine. Are you ready for mine? Yeah, uh, do I have to scroll down for it, or is it the top one in this, uh, Dear Prudy? I think it's like the third or fourth one. It's gonna be the one that starts with, my husband It has a new female friend. So, this one has to do with rock climbing, but also being outdoorsy. Dorley, do you want to say anything about how outdoorsy you are? I'm not outdoorsy at all. I h- fucking hate hiking. I fucking hate camping. I fucking hate bugs. I hate the outdoors. Those are the things that our ancestors loved. They didn't love bugs. Yeah. And hiking, there's a lot of debate with what's hiking because, like, you could urban hike technically or, like, people who live in uh, developing countries always walk to places a lot of the time and you wouldn't call that hiking. But then when you put it – well, yeah, maybe you would, but I'm saying is that there's a lot of debate. Like, Mm. the outdoor community is very racist about, like, not considering that hiking or, like, respecting the fact that's also, like, an outdoor – activity that they're doing Mm. you know because like here you have to buy all this hiking stuff right where like if you live in a developing country you're just walking like people will just like walk with sandals you know for miles and stuff um like jesus so yeah i'm not an outdoor person i think most people i don't know i think most people even if it's in sandals consider it hiking do they not i don't think my abuelita is being like i'm hiking every week or anything Got Even you. She's probably doing that. Yeah. Like, she wouldn't Even be like. She's doing it in seven inch stilettos, Paul. I'm just saying, like, they wouldn't consider it a hobby. Like, it's not, like, part of their identity. Mm hmm. Speak on it. Or no. Stop. I just, I just, I'm just saying. That's what I'm saying. That's mm-hmm. what I'm saying. Yeah. Okay. Ready for the calm? Mm hmm. Okie dokes. Here we go. Dear Prudence, my husband has a new female friend that he connected with. They go biking, hiking, and rock climbing, the theme of the episode. He also enjoys talking to her so much in every way and for hours. My problem with this is that he seems to put her feelings before mine. He makes himself completely readily available in every way, emotionally and mentally at all hours, regardless of what we were doing, even when we were on a recent vacation. On my birthday, the first thing he did was text with her but he never wished me a happy birthday. 
He wanted to buy a new kayak seat for her because she enjoyed kayaking, and the kayak seat we currently have hurts her back. But not once did he think about getting me a better kayak seat when I have been suffering from sciatica for over a year. He spends three to four days a week, six to seven hours with her each time, and a couple of those hours at her house are at her house every time they are together. And when they're not doing anything together and he is with me, he would try to invite her to come with us. Aside from already spending all day with her, they text with each other throughout the day and night, regardless of time. He even checks his phone when it dings, even when we are trying to be intimate. He speaks about her very fondly and practically puts her on a pedestal in front of me. When I tried to speak with him about it, he claimed that I was being insecure. He assures me that nothing happens physically and that nothing will ever happen. Then why do I feel like he is violating violating our marriage and casting me aside? When I finally got fed up, I told him to move out, but he refused and said he wants to work it out and adjust his actions. But he is not willing to let go or lose her because he said, I really like her. I like talking to her and I enjoy doing things with her. I approve of him having friends regardless of gender to do things that I cannot do with him. But I don't believe it is okay to put that much value on his friendship over his marriage. Am I overreacting about this? Please help. Yikes. So this is less about rock climbing, but also a little bit about uh, yeah, not very much about multiple loves. You are not overreacting. Holy fucking shit! Yeah, that no, that's kind of this is why I preface this about having an outdoorsy GF. Yeah, I mean, uh, she can't do it because we're sciatic. He says that nothing physically happened, but there's something emotionally, especially happening. Also, like- there's something physically happening, and he's lying to you about it. Is the other <gasps> part of that? Mm. There's a reason why the new kayak seat was a sex <laughs> wing. <laughs> Yeah, no, that's, um, ah, uh, there, there's a lot going on, but, I mean, if this was a guy, would, would would we worry about it being the same way? Yeah. Yes. Yeah? If this was a guy, they would also be having gay sex, much like they are currently having okay. heterosexual sex. that's just sex. a given, of course. Um, I mean, I hate when men try to say, like, you're being insecure. Whenever you bring something mm. up to a guy and they're always like, you're insecure, like, right away, that's their go-to. To me, that's insane. Like, yeah, Paul um, usually just says you're being crazy. <laughs> that's the other one, yeah. But um, I usually just accuse people of acting like their mothers. Ooh, <laughs> okay. I would take that as a compliment, though. I love my mommy. So I don't know. What do you got to say about this, Paul? I feel like I've been clear. This person is so obviously cheating on you, and you made the right move by trying to leave him. And I don't know why he's trying to salvage this when he clearly doesn't love you and loves this other person. Well, you can have your cake and eat it, too. Yeah. Well, you know what I just learned about, Paul? Family side. So that's what she learned about, comma, Paul, not <laughs> what I just learned about Paul was family side. <laughs> you know what family side is, right? Is it when you, like, ruin your marriage or family on purpose? It's like suicide, but for families? Yeah, when one of the parents kills everyone in the family. Oh, Even actual killing. I thought it was going to be like, yeah, they, no, actually. they, get it, they ruined the marriage. <laughs> oh, shit. I didn't know this was so dark. Real okay. Itachi Uchiwa. Yeah, well, well, my point of that is that, like, men will literally rather kill themselves and their whole family than get a divorce. Like, I don't know what's up with that mentality, but this guy has that mentality, which is why he just will not, why is he refusing to move well, out? They didn't say anything about kids or a dog. Who was that one wrestler? That did that. Um. John Cena? Yeah, yeah. John Cena. Famously free <laughs> and like still acting John Cena. I love John Definitely Cena. Definitely not jo- John Benoit. What is it? Yeah, yeah, something, something Benoit. Benoit. Chris Benoit. He killed but I guess that wasn't a divorce situation. That was just a CTE situation. Anywho. 
Hey, you yeah, brought it up. It, you can't pretend to be like, oh, so dark, even though I for some Paul. reason brought up. <laughs> Classic Paul. No, no. I, it's just an example that, that men will go to the extreme because they will not divorce. And this cl- guy will clearly does not want to divorce or like leave her for whatever reason. Well, well, maybe this other woman is also using him emotionally and he knows there's no relationship with her. She's probably also in a so, marriage. Well, because if, if he's going over to her place without cheating, then she probably is single, right? Yeah, I, I don't know, but I, I guess the point is maybe she doesn't want to be with him for any reason. She's in a relationship or she just doesn't like him like that, but she's using him mm. for emotional validation. He's in love with her, but he doesn't want to leave his wife until she agrees to be with him. She's obviously single. She spends a lot of time with him. It's what is it, three yeah. full days that they go do active stuff together? I mean, also, she didn't mention uh, the person having a partner, and I feel like if you know your friend's uh, right, right, partners, right. right? So, like, they would have been mentioned. Yeah. What if you actually see a picture of her and she's kind of an uggo? Ooh, yeah. Me? But what is she, a butterface? What? Oh, butterface, that's weird. I've, I've met people who've- <laughs> 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 really had such a visceral reaction to like, well, because, okay, butterface, listen, that's a different Listen, that's a different I know someone who was like crying over their ex and they're such a butterface. Like they had a really nice body, but a butterface. I was like, you're crying over this face? Like, bro, I can't. I can't take you seriously. Is that a term we use in the progressive community? Me? <laughs> butterface? Bruh. Well, Bruh. Bruh. one of those newfangled sexist progressives. Oh yeah, that's cool. That rocks. I just see. I, you know what? If it's a duck, it's a duck to me. You know, that's like. <laughs> you know, I. I and if I it's an ugly duckling, it's an ugly duckling. They wrote that book hey, for a reason. Come on, now. come on now, that me up, brother. <laughs> come on now. I was just saying. <laughs> so if she's ugly, it's okay. I'm not saying it's okay, but like. He's emotionally invested. Dorley's only saying she's insecure if she's a hottie with a body. Oh, so wait, what are your thoughts on like, okay, let's say it's not this extreme and beyond the pale, right? Let's Mm -hmm. say you have a partner uh, who you're not in a poly relationship with. Let's let's take that out of Okay, okay, okay. So normal, like- But because you're not outdoorsy, they have a female friend that they go out and like camp with every other weekend. And you know that you don't want to go, so they don't invite you. I would not care because my ex, who we will not mention their name- uh. Known abuser, suspected pedophile. Sad. I'm okay with that. In Minecraft. Uh, <laughs> he had a like a rock climbing partner when I wasn't into rock climbing, who was a, a female. And they would go out after and stuff. I never cared. It never bothered me. And they would go maybe like twice a week or something, you know, for a couple hours. I mean, I don't know. I Maybe I'm more a quote unquote secure person, but... If I'm not going to do it with you, go do it with other people. But, like, also, I'm a non-monogamous mindset, so that's kind of much mm, yeah, yeah, that harder to break, I think. You. Yeah. For What if it's something like a dance partner? No, you see, for, I think dance. even monogamous people should be okay with that. That's pretty crazy to be like, don't go rock climbing with somebody to me. Like, I would never tell Izzy, don't go, like, be in a band Fencing. with a guy or something. Mm. But you're normal. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah, like, but I'm saying I don't think the, like, mono- the the non monogamous thing was the like important part of that. I think a normal relationship, it's pretty healthy to be like it's fine to go hang out with the other gender without me. But when Izzy's in that rock band and the bassist says, you know, I feel like Paul isn't treating you right. But also, are you are you spending you know three to four days with this person? You'd be okay with that with a rock band, maybe. Yeah, that I might be how often you really practice. Care. What if it was a white stripe and it was literally just drummer guitarist? <laughs> I still don't. Think and people I would didn't care. even know if they were married or siblings, and they were like, "Bam, bam, 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 bam." Me, I love my friends this much, and that's how I would treat them. Like with my ex, I hung out with my best friend Cleo 
literally every day for hours at a time. Like, I spent so much time with her. Mm. And so, like, obviously, yeah, we're both women. So maybe that does, like, made him care less. But, like, I love my friends that much that I want to go see them for that many oh, days, yeah. for the many hours. So There is that type of yeah. g- dumb guy who's homophobic in a specific way where they're like, you can't sleep with other men. But, yeah, you can sleep with other women. That's not cheating. I mean, I wasn't sleeping with her, but... <laughs> No, I just, you saying that reminded me that some people have that rule, which always cracks me up. Mm-hmm. Um, as somebody, Dorley, who's solo polyamorous, are you connecting with people right now, or are you, like, solo polyamorous, but also solo? <laughs> or are you sleeping oh, with no, people slash going on dates with people? about her different people. Okay, so do you feel like, yeah. since you're not trying to create an emotional connection in the way where you nest with someone or, like, that sort of deeper relationship status, do you feel like you end up being the other woman for a lot of people? I don't, I don't know, because I don't know the other person. Oh. Yeah, no, like, I have one partner right now who has a wife and a girlfriend. And okay, three exactly. Kids. Do you feel like that one yeah. partner, you sometimes take time away? Like, do you think the wife is sometimes like, oh, you sure do you seem to be into Dora Lee? I don't know, because I don't know how much she knows about me. And, okay, so, like, last Tuesday, I went over to his house, right? And she wasn't there. Like, I, I go to the house when she's not there, obviously. So when she leaves, she's leaving to, like, do something by herself, like, having alone time. Or she's going to do something with her friends. Does she d- do her own dates, or is he the one who, is it, like, polyamorous? No, no, they both have. Like, she also has a boyfriend, too. Okay. So, like, when I'm there and spending time with him, it's usually because she's doing something else. Mm-hmm. Like and you're hanging out with the kids? No, uh, well, the kid's upstairs, but, like, mm. he doesn't come down ever. I, I've never met any of them. But he does have a 13-year-old, so, like, I think he's probably more aware about, Oh, like, okay, thank God. I was so gonna be I like, would... is, this, is this something we should be worried about? Like, this poor kid is being neglected. <laughs> but okay. No, no. 13 years no, the old. One who's, they can spend time the, alone. No, no. Yeah, the, yeah, yeah. the one who's actually home is a three-year-old, but, like, oh. he just he just goes to bed. Okay. Oh, <laughs> sure. Just put a little bit of cocoa melon on. Yeah, he just, like, he goes to bed. And then you go to bed. Come on now, brother. Yeah, actually, that's exactly what happens. <laughs> <laughs> on the couch, actually. Ooh, I don't. Th- I I was a little nasty. worried because I was like, "Is it your son upstairs?" <laughs> he is like, he doesn't have enough energy to crawl down here. I haven't fed him in hours. <laughs> but yeah, so I don't feel like I'm taking away any time from the the nesting or the 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 wives or whoever because they're usually doing their own thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, why does this woman not have friends to go do three or four hours of things every day with, you know? It seems like she's kind of a homebody. Maybe you can invite people over, I guess. I mean, but she could be into, like, board games. Like, if you have friends to do board game nights mm-hmm. with, like, she should be doing other she's hobbies. She's going to invite Pro ZD over. And <laughs> this might, I'm now. not going to lie, Dorley, not to be mean. I think this might be the worst advice we've ever offered to anybody. <laughs> if you're getting cheated <laughs> on, play board games <laughs> with your friend. <laughs> That's but the then you can find a you can find a hottie through that, you know, and then uh, have your own. No, nah, I don't think a lot of guys side. at the board game shop are hotties. I'm sorry, <laughs> I don't think this. You, is. N- you have not seen my friend group then, because oh yeah, Paul's doing some uh, preconceived We're all notions. A little hot bipoc people who rock climb and play board games together. So damn, Paul, yeah. little little short. And also, like some of them are scientists, engineers. Wait, the uh. Killer Mike song, Scientists and Engineers? <laughs> no, legitimately, my friend is an, is an engineer, and my other friend's a scientist, and then we have a lot of people who work for nonprofits. Yeah. So. Not a butterface in sight, so you know? Well, yeah, but it's a climbing group. All y'all have exercise as one of your hobbies. 
Whatever your husband has done or whatever has happened in your life, that has made you question whether you have a right to be upset about a full-fledged emotional, and I would bet physical, affair that he's take, that's taking place out in the open. I hate it, and I wish I couldn't do it. No, you aren't overreacting. Not in the least. But that's not the important question here. After all, there's no firm rule on what's appropriate when it comes to outside friendships and relationships. There's only what couples agree on. The important question is whether being in a marriage in which you feel like you're not valued and in which your husband totally disregards your feelings is something you want. Please listen to the part of you that knows none of this is right. Stop looking to him to agree with your perspective because believe me, he'll be happy to make you feel unworthy and unreasonable until the day you die and begin the legal and emotional process of moving on. You, or readers, may be wondering why I'm not suggesting that you go to therapy or give him an ultimatum to get him to improve. The answer is that he's already shown you that he doesn't care whether you're harmed by his actions, and he's very unlikely to be talked or pressured into changing that. That's it. Dump him, honey. Mm-hmm. I do agree with that, yeah. This guy is, like, acting horribly to you. No, I think you should get really into outdoor stuff. <laughs> and then like become really fit and hot and yeah. then leave him yeah. wait what was yeah. Dorley's well, advice again play board games to find your own little <laughs> boo thing to get revenge ah. no, I mean obviously obviously, she should just like break up with him divorce him whatever call it a loss you know and then move on like let, let him be with that girl or you know what she probably doesn't actually want him and that's Ooh, hilarious leave him alone so yeah it is yeah it is I guess when you're married to somebody for so long, like the person said, you can just kind of, like, get into this situation where, like, their validation matters to you. Because it is crazy that she was like, well, I was going to leave him, but he said I was being unreasonable, so what do you think? It's like, no, you clearly made the right assessment the first time. (laughs) He's being a jackass. It's crazy he talked you into thinking you were being unreasonable. Yeah, I agree. Um, Yeah, she should dump him. Can you say the words? The three Dumping. words. The three words every Phil Carter wants to hear. Fifteen words. What is it? Dump him, honey. Dump him, honey. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't know that. And you say you listen to the podcast. I always think about the Reddit where it's like, dump them, hit the gym, that advice, uh, get a uh, lawyer. Yeah. Mm. She should actually get a lawyer. She actually should do all those three things. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, she should just go... Or she just should interrupt one of their dates, like go over to the house and find him cheating on her, like, and then record Ooh. him. Oh, yeah. And, and I dug my yeah. keys into the And then, the like, do live Instagram, be like, look at this asshole who cheats on me. Maybe next Ooh. time. So then she can get all the friends, you know, and the family members cheated. on Wait, her is, side. Is Springer still on? This seems like a perfect story for Springer. No, Damn he's it. off air. Yeah, I'm gonna save a little trouble for the next girl. Exactly. Because mm-hmm. next time, women's that solidarity. Easy, oh, won't be Are you done? <laughs> That's the end of the song. Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. So cool. Third segment. Yeah, I didn't even know we had a third one. All right. Mm-hmm. I told you it was a surprise. It is a surprise. Mm-hmm. All right. Our third segment is a quiz I've prepared for you and Adrian. Wait, both of us about each other. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> Adrian sent me a bunch of answers, and it's, how well do you know Adrian? If he was an ice cream flavor, what flavor would Adrian be? Ooh. Um, I've said it multiple times. You've said it multiple times? Yeah. Is it? 
The segment is called oh, I'm a better friend it, to Adrian it, than you, you bitch. No, listen. It's Chocolate Garcia. Cherry Garcia. Ben and Jerry's. Oh, what would you say? Obviously, a honey pecan. It's actually a, a lavender pistachio swirl. Because I'm all about that green, baby. All right, oh, yeah. now, our actual third segment is, is this famous celebrity, Latin X? That's easy. Oh, I thought it was, is this celebrity Latin X or Doralee's Latin X? <laughs> I don't have many of those, unfortunately. I know. Yeah. Out of 70, it's not looking great. Okay. Oy, oy, oy. All right, I have 27 of these. How many do you think you're going to get right, Doralee? I'm going to say 20. Okay. And above. Adrian? Wait, wait, so you you are doing Latin, not Hispanic? Yeah, it is Latin, not Hispanic. Latin X. None of them are ancient Romans, but (laughs) (laughs) that wouldn't count. Be a sick trick. Adrian, do you want to keep track of the score? All right. Number one on the list, we have Vanessa Hudgens. Famously Filipino is not Latino. You got it. Yeah. I forgot Dorley was a race scientist. (laughs) (laughs) She is going to get 20 of these 27, and I thought that was a harder one. <laughs> uh, Louis C.K. Famously Mexican, so yes. Ay, ay, ay. He said a reba, reba. But his penis is out, you know. Vin Diesel. <laughs> Vin Diesel is not Latino. Okay, either one would have worked because he's not sure. He doesn't know who his dad is. Uh, his unsure of his ethnic origins. <laughs> I like how he said, though, I'm pretty sure I'm black, though. Yeah, I mean, he, he could be biracial, for sure, of something. Um, Ryan Lochte. Who is that? Swimmer? Yeah. He's kind of like the Michael Phelps after Michael Phelps. Um, is there, is there like, a certain amount that are Latinos? Because, like, I don't, um, I don't no. know what this person looks like. I can just uh, give you a picture. Yeah. He was the one, do you remember the one who, uh, in Brazil got in trouble for trying to buy a prostitute, but then lied and said that he was wrong. Like a whole prostitute? <laughs> I guess he, he was, like, trying to hire a prostitute, or he was trying to get drugs. He was trying to do something illegal, but he got robbed, and then he said he was, like, bugged, and then it came out that, like, it was kind of his fault or something. I don't know. Oh, I I thought this was a younger dude, actually. Um, I'm gonna say not Latino, because I, I don't know. His mom was Cuban. His mom was Cuban? Yeah. Well, she I guess she still is. <laughs> Joaquin Phoenix. Joaquin Phoenix is not Latino. He is. He's uh he's Puerto Rican. And also his family used to have the last name Bottom before they changed it. We confused as a Puerto Rican? Bottom? Uh Ethan Hawke. Ethan Hawke is not Latino. That's true. He is just a white guy. That was supposed to be like a double bluff. <laughs> uh, Paul loves his double bluffs. I love Sinister though. He's really good in that. Bella Thorne. Is Latina. Yep, Cuban dad. Also, yeah. one of six all siblings white. and all the rest were born in Cuba, except for her. Yeah, you could have stopped at one of six siblings and I would have known she was Latina. You know what I mean? Come on, dab me up, brother. <laughs> Frankie Munez. I mean, is on. Latino. Yep, Puerto Rican. Have you ever watched the movie Paris is Burning? Never. Uh, well, Carmen Extravaganza- Wait. Head of the House of Extravaganza. That's a drag show. Actually, I have seen this. Yeah. Okay. Carmen Extravaganza. Yes. Uh, No, she's Spanish, but not Latino. Sweet Uh, till he gives you Antonio Banderas. Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Not Latino. You're right. Black and Samoan. Mm -hmm. Uh, Kid Cudi. You're telling me he's half cookie? Kid Cudi is Mexican, so yes. 
Yeah, good job. Dorley loves Kid Cudi. I do. He's free Palestine. Uh, Mariah Carey. <laughs> he, he, he is the concept. <laughs> <laughs> He's the platonic ideal of free Listen, Palestine the way as I personified. Mariah Carey is Latina. Yep, Venezuelan dad. Selma Hayek. Oh, I think she's Mexican, so I want to say, yeah, she's Latina. She's Spanish. No, she is. She's Lebanese Mexican. So you're right. Oh. Yeah, fuck you, Adrian. That was oh, pers- she's so close to being me and Paul's baby. <laughs> yeah. Lana Del Rey. Lana Del Rey is famously not Latino. Yeah, I didn't know this till I did this quiz. Yeah, English Scottish. What? I really. She, she's just a white woman. Yeah, what? White woman. I I just she seems so Latina. No, she's been called out a lot for using like Chicano like aesthetic. Yeah. But is her real name Lana Del Rey? No, her her real name's Lizzie Grant, Elizabeth Grant. <laughs> yeah. That's so cool, dude. You that's so cool. Paul loves the picture of her picking up her uh, husband or boyfriend from jail. Oh, classy. That it is very hard. charming. I thought she was Latina just from that, because she was wearing, like, the one button up at top. No, and then she dated that cop, too. Ugh. Louis C.K. from Parks and Rec? You guys are making it more seem more and more like she's Latino. She dated a cop. <laughs> it's really starting to add up. Uh, Rashida Jones. Rashida Jones is oh, Jewish and, and black, so I'm going to say not Latina. How do you know every celebrity's race? <laughs> Why was this quiz made for you? Dorley's a race scientist. <laughs> Next season would be like Ariana Grande, but only between Ariana 2012. <laughs> Jerry Garcia. Jerry Garcia from The Grateful Dead? Jerry Garcia. I'm going to guess say he's Latino, cause, but I don't actually know. Spanish-American, so not Latino. Just Ooh. like the war, baby. How, how well do you know the movie Princess Bride? Never seen it. Ooh, this one might be hard for you. Hector Elizondo, the Queen's head of security from The Princess Bride. Sounds like a trick. I know. Uh, is that the name of the character or the actor? That's the actor. <sighs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna go with not Latino. He is. He's born to Spanish Puerto Rican parents. Ooh. Uh, since you don't know a lot about Olympians, I don't know if this Joel, one's gonna be hard one for you. Do, do you know uh, Simone Biles? Yes. Okay. Not Latino. That's true. She is just Black American. Olivia Wilde. Olivia Wilde. She's Chinese. Pretty sure. <laughs> Wait, what? Is she? <laughs> If I'm thinking the right one, Olivia Wilde? The one who was dating Jason Sudeikis? Um, she's not Latino. Um, you're right, she's not, but she's definitely not Chinese. <laughs> I did what learn are you talking that- talking about? <laughs> she's American-British. Uh, also, I did learn that her uh, family used to be called Cockburn, was her last name, so she's actually Olivia, Olivia Cockburn. Sure Honestly, she- a better name for a bad feminist director. <laughs> Christina Aguilera. Famously Ecuadorian. Yeah, good job. Brad Pitt. Brad Pitt is not Latino. Yep, English, Scotch, Irish. Uh, Helena Bonham Carter. She's famously British, so I'm gonna go with. Is she British? I'm gonna go with she's not Latino. Uh, yeah, but she is actually Hispanic. Her great grandfather was the Prime Minister of Spain, but not Latino. Okay. Uh, Olivia Rodrigo. Oh, Rod. She is famously Filipina. Why are you saying and not famously? Latino? When you first learn of a celebrity, <laughs> do you just Google what type of Spanish they are? She likes to know. You keep saying famously, and it's like this should not <laughs> be. Good for you. You're Filipino <laughs> as hell. <laughs> yeah. You shouldn't. I'm, I'm disturbed. Dorley, this quiz was a double bluff, and I'm disturbed <laughs> by how well you know what race. Paul hates a double bluff. Oh, you hate that I have 
Education? <laughs> Fred Armisen. Fred yeah. Armisen is famously a uh, Latino. Yep, half Venezuelan, a quarter German, and I was surprised to learn a quarter Korean. Didn't know that. That's why he plays all the ambiguous ethnic. <laughs> uh, Martin Sheen and Charlie Sheen. Martin Sheen and Charlie Sheen. Charlie Sheen is... Well, th- th- they're the same thing. They're related. <laughs> You're yeah, kind of yeah. guessing But Charlie both. Sheen is the one who likes cocaine, right? Yeah. And Martin Sheen's a okay. famous actor, too, his dad. I'm going to go with they are Latino. They are Spanish, not Latino. But I was surprised to learn Martin Sheen's real full name is Ramon Gerardo Antonio Estevez. No, Estevez, yeah. Estevez. Wait, Paul, how many do we have left? Because Dorley's at her limit for incorrect. Two more. We should have given you extra points if you knew where they were from, because honestly, you would have been killing it if you had done that. <laughs> yeah, I know. When you when you were literally like, Christina Aguilera, famously Ecuadorian, I was like, the fuck famously Ecuadorian? Who knows that? <laughs> I know that. All right, you gotta get these both right. That's my major. Okay, go. Catherine Zeta-Jones. <laughs> oh, she's famously Spanish. Um, Tell me someone named Catherine's Latino. Yeah, she's not Latino. She's not Latino, but she's not Spanish. She's just Welsh Irish. What? Catherine Zeta Jones? I don't know. <laughs> what do you think? Millie Bobby Brown's? <laughs> You're like, she's brown, though. <laughs> Drake uh, likes her. She must have something going on. She must have some kind of Latina fire. And our final one, one to close it out, Doralee Cameron Diaz. Cameron Diaz is famously Cuban. She is Latina. <laughs> That one was supposed to trick you because she's actually famously Spanish, not Cuban. But yes, she does happen to have a Cuban dad. How do you know that? <laughs> That's right, baby. I didn't realize you were the, not the Ryan Lochte of this. You were the Michael Phelps of this <laughs> game. I, I do smoke a lot of weed. So. We that that might be one hitter. of the, uh, yeah, at USC. That might be one of the <laughs> quickest third segments you've ever done. That was just bing, bang, boom. Adrian, can I ask you a question? Do you think you would have done that well? Like, do I not understand how easy I made this quiz? Or is Dorley actually just a savant at this? Is this her Rain Man <laughs> skill? <laughs> Um, I don't think I would have been able to name as many of, like, like I knew O-Rod was, like, Latina. I didn't know she was Puerto Rican or whatever. I didn't know what she was. Um, like Christina Olivia Aguilera, Rodrigo? No, she's Filipino. Assumed. That's what Dorley do. She's Filipino. O-Rod's Filipino? Yeah. She's hey, not Latina. But, so she's Asian, but she's not cocky about it. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, yeah, no, I don't think I could have done as well. I don't I don't know that much about these people. <laughs> okay, I was like, am I just a moron or is Dorley really good at this? Because I thought I made it hard. Well, some of the people I did not right, know, next to one. be fair. Lebanese or not, Adrian Monk. <laughs> Actually, I know a lot of Lebanese people. Let's go. Shakira, famously Lebanese. Okay, well, that's, yeah, not, that's, that's not how a quiz works. <laughs> <laughs> Who else? Keanu uh, Reeves. They're a lot. They, they do really well in Keanu this Keanu Reeves? Uh, this He's Hawaiian. You're right. He was only born in Lebanon. He's not actually Lebanese. Mm-hmm. Okay, anything else to say about what's going on, Dorley? Anything else you want to put out to our uh, Big Facts No Cap Nation? Oh, oh yeah, my wrap-up. Is this up? what your quizzes are in your Latinx classes? You think that's all we do? No, we actually don't do quizzes. I write a lot of papers. So like, oh, the last right. paper yeah, I wrote Those are about... your final in the class. <laughs> yeah, well, my final, I'm doing a, a documentary, actually, on my uh, my on Latino climb, rock climbers. So Nice. Yeah. And that's why she needs to know which country every person <laughs> in her community is from. <laughs> I will say that with rock climbing, anyone's a rock climber, so you don't need to have to go to a gym to be a rock climber. If you climb rocks or trees, you're a rock climber, and don't let anyone tell you otherwise. Number two, 
we need to stop using Latino, Latinx, Latin, Latinidad, and we need to start identifying with with our ancestors, of our indigenous groups, with with where we're actually from. And that's it for me. Okay. Also, free Palestine. Ooh, okay. Paul, what'd you get? Big fact. If your husband is clearly cheating on you, don't let him talk you into thinking that he's not. Don't let him use those mean words to get out of responsibility. I would agree. Uh, and uh, no cap. Um, biracial people, I see you. I love you. And I care for you just as I do everybody else. Um, free Palestine. All righty. All right. From the river to Bye. the sea. <laughs> well, you can't say that on the podcast. What? Are the Romanians going to get us? No, nah, the Romanians don't care. Yeah. <laughs>